Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Watch This. I'm so excited because uh, I love recording this show, and if no one listens to it, it's still okay, right? Because <laughs> we get to talk about Westworld, which is That's super right. exciting. So, uh, my name is James. And my name is John, and you know, this is a weekly podcast where we, you know, take deep dives into movies or TV shows wherever we're watching, and this week it's uh, Westworld Season 2, Episode 8. Oh, it's, it's such a good episode. So okay. if you haven't watched this episode, you should stop listening to this podcast because um, yes. because we're going to spoil stuff. So, yeah. So go go, you know, get caught up. Come back. The podcast will still be here waiting because um, there are spoilers ahead. Yeah, seriously. So let's just let's just go for this. Um, I really this. OK, so this episode is different than maybe yes. any other episode of Westworld ever. And it's somewhat contained and in linear timeline. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's kind of like everything starts right in the aftermath of the last episode. Yeah. And then the majority of the episode is a flashback um, from the point of view of the leader of Ghost Nation kind of talking about, you know, his history. Yeah, which is a, a group of people who have had a lot of mystery around them this yes. entire thing. We've wondered who Ghost Nation is. At some points, even questioned if they were humans. Um, <laughs> we don't. Ghost Nation is is uh, very ghosty in this show, and it yes. was really cool. We've waited um, eighteen episodes of Westworld to get information, but man, they they delivered. They came through. Yeah, so you're supposed to think that. The Ghost Nation, they they're portrayed kind of as being bad guys, like from the perspective of others a lot. And yes, we've actually speculated a lot this season that they're not bad guys, that they're actually here to help um, and here to kind of like lead everyone to the valley beyond or something like that. Exactly. And so this this episode really. Um really showed the the humanity of people in the uh in in the the ghost nation world and and how they came to be and yeah. really we learn that um they've been here since the beginning of the park they've kind of always existed um and even uh were even more tame at one point they were just sort of a native american tribe yes and so at some point the leader of the tribe, um, who was our narrator in this show, in this episode, he stumbles upon the town where Dolores became um, the you know the evil version of herself the first time and killed Bernard. Yes, the Deathbringer, as yes. he calls her, which and, is a great foreshadowing too. And what he does is he stumbles upon the maze, which we mm. learned about in season one. So basically, you know, what, what Zon McLaren's character, Akichita, is saying, which he's amazing, by the way. He's good in so many movies, and this oh, is man, no he exception. And shows, he was, he's been in Fargo, he, he's been in all kinds of stuff. He was so, awesome. so basically, we learned that, yeah, he, he's experienced the maze. He's, he, on basically his own, has kind of become woke and, um, you know, is aware of so much. He starts figuring out this maze thing. He starts telling it to other people in Ghost Nation. They're drawing it everywhere. Uh, they're drawing it in the sand. They're drawing it on rocks. They're like 
they're basically like evangelizing the people about the maze and and kind of memory, right? That's really yeah. what they're trying to unlock is that bicameral mind, this idea that they can remember the things that have happened to them. Yeah, so. it's kind of amazing. So he didn't have to get, you know, forward messing with him for him to kind of figure out, you know, this isn't the real world. There's another world out there. I can remember all the things that happened to me before I died. Um, I think one of the coolest, coolest parts, and this is, you know, we're, I'm skipping around a lot here, but yeah, at one point he was alive in Westworld for nine years. Yeah. That was pretty cool. Awesome. He's like, the techs are blown away. Um, presumably this is maybe only like, Basically nine years into the park existing in public. Yeah, and because they said he he's was He's maybe like, like never died. Yeah, Alpha 2. Uh, Akichita has been there, has been in wandering around for nine years and he's never been killed. And we learned in this episode that the way that they keep track of hosts and update them is when they die in the park and they come back for to be worked on. That's when they do diagnostics and updating and all that kind of stuff. So Akichita has not been back in, in over nine years. They're freaking out. Uh, kind of the, the, the manager on duty is like, uh, why don't you just update him and send him back out? They're like, yeah. should we not like reboot him? She's like, eh, don't worry about it. Just don't, don't, don't tell anyone that this happened basically. Uh, so what happens to him is after he, you know, after they ch- decide to change the story and make Ghost Nation kind of this evil tribe, he yeah. see he, they they trade with the peaceful tribe, and he sees his former wife, and he remembers her, and so his whole thing is, well, I've got to figure out, you know, how to get her back, and part of it is earlier he stumbled upon um, an old friend from season mm-hmm. one. Um, The man in black, or I guess uh, William's brother-in-law. Yes. Who Logan. he sent Logan, <laughs> who he sent out naked on the horse toward the end of season one. Yeah. He finds him in the middle of the desert. He's sunburnt. His his like skin's peeling. He's in real rough shape. And yeah. then you're like, ah, no wonder he you know loses his mind and becomes a crazy drug addict. He basically suffered and was tortured in the yeah. desert. Man, it was when I I was not expecting to get any closure on the William sends Logan off naked on a horse saga. So this was pretty cool, um, a way to bring all this full circle. Yeah. And um, Logan is kind of talking out of his mind. He's like, you know, baking in the sun, but he's talking about the door. He's talking about another world. And I think that this piques Akichita's interest, if nothing else. Um, and so... Yeah, that scene was cool. I love that Akichita showed him like kindness, right? Like he gets a yeah. uh, he gets kind of his mat and and you know kind of wraps it around him, gives him a blanket. Um, he he still leaves him there, but yeah, <laughs> but well, he does. He is nice to him. He tells him like your people will come for you, mm-hmm. and it's like he's already at this point figured out that there are some people who are different. They're not like the hosts. Yeah, and for and, the most part, when hosts see something that they don't understand. They usually say they're like typical, like, oh, it doesn't seem like anything to me. Yeah, uh, he's, he's figured something out about it. Yeah. And so he says, your people will come for you. But then when he's, when Logan's muttering about their, you know, this world not being the right world, like, it makes Akichita remember, like, oh, hey, that's right. 
I remember the maze. I remember there, there's something different about this world. Yeah. So then he he said he sets out to reconnect with his wife, and he he says something uh, to the effect of, "I realize that the only way to get to her, the thing, the only thing that I haven't tried, is to step on the other side of death, basically, and to, yeah. to be killed." Yeah. So this is after he he finds an exit to the park and he tries to take her back there and it's gone and they find her wandering out there and shut yeah. her down and put her in cold storage. So he kills himself and that's when he gets, or I guess allows himself to be killed. And that's, yeah. that's after he's gone looking for her. So for like eight ish, eight and a half years, yeah. all he's been doing is looking for what happened to his wife after she got put in a cold storage. And that's the crazy part. But along yeah. that way, he meets a friend um, who is Maeve's daughter. Yeah. So you find out what we kind of speculated about, that he was never trying to hurt her. Apparently, he was always trying to watch over and protect Maeve's daughter because she showed him kindness when he was searching for his wife and he was injured and hurt. So, you know, and what's funny, too, is that you hear her talk to Maeve, her mom at the time, you know, that... that you know, where'd you get this doll? Oh, the ghost man gave it to me, you know, and he says that something bad might happen and, you know, we should be on the lookout. And she interprets that as like ghost nation is bad. They're yeah. after my daughter, but yep. really the man in black is bad. He's going to come and kill you. You know, yeah. like they're actually trying to protect him and they're always lurking around because they're actually there for them. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. And it also makes sense why Ghost Nation keeps trying to get up with, connect with Maeve. You know, from yes. really the first episode of the season, you know, you see Ghost Nation kind of come for her, right? And and you're like, oh no, they're going to thwart her plans. But it's like, they're just trying to help her. They're just trying to protect her. And she keeps evading their protection. And one cool thing is so he finds his wife in cold storage and realizes that she's shut down and he can't, you know, get her to wake up and, and come with him. And he talks about, and he looks around and sees all the other people who are in cold storage and, and realizes, you know, those are also people's loved ones that they've lost. Yeah. And the, the host that replaced them, he calls ghosts, which I thought was such a neat thing. Mm-hmm. So they're ghost nation. And you wonder if like that name, you know, now has a different meaning because he considers the hosts that replace to become yeah. the new um, versions of, of characters. He calls them ghosts. And I thought that was really a neat touch. Yeah, that was cool. And so, um, you know, so he continues in a story. He, he does kind of all this for love, which is, which also ties in some of the stuff with Maeve because we're wondering this whole like season, like is, the love she has for her daughter, is it real? Is that powerful enough? Like, you know, like I've wondered, like, is she just programmed to love her? You know, like, is all of this just a simulation? Um, And on one hand, like it sort of is, but this episode really showed that there are like cornerstone memories. There are like things about these hosts, especially the older that they are, it seems like. Yeah. With Dolores, Maeve, uh, now Akichta, like, like there's something about these core memories that they have that are extremely powerful. Um, and so you see his love for his wife that's driving him to do this. Maeve, obviously for her daughter, Dolores for her dad. Um, these characters have an effect on them. And so, yeah, it's, it's, it's powerful and, and it causes something inside of them to change. Yeah. One of the things I thought was most interesting was, 
you know, we've questioned this whole time whether the feelings they have for these other characters are, are real or if it's just part of Ford's narrative. But then here we see somebody who that wasn't part of Ford's narrative. That was something that Ford also didn't expect and was surprised by because at one point, you know, Ford finds him and talks to him um, and tries to figure out why he is, you know, knows the things he knows and, and he realizes, oh, like, you know, these, you know, he's got his own thoughts and own feelings about this that, that I didn't put there. Yeah. So at this, in this episode, we get another Ford cameo. Yes. Um, so this is at some point, I guess really before, before the beginning of season one, but Ford is setting into motion his new narrative that he's working on journey into night. Um, and he, he's, um, pulling the scalps off of, he's freezed everyone at, at night in the ghost nation. And he's pulling off the scalps and seeing the work that Akechta has done, putting the maze in here. And he's kind of like, Hey, I've been watching you for a while. I've been observing you. Um, how'd you come up with this? <laughs> Where did this come from? This is Arnold's game. Um, you know, and, and so you kind of hear him talk to Ford and you understand like, Oh man, there's stuff that's happening in the park that even Ford isn't in control of. Yeah. And that was really, yeah. Yeah. Which then raises the question we've, we've been kind of trying to figure out all season. How much of this is them doing like the host doing this on their own? How much of it is Ford's narrative? And this episode kind of made you think, Oh, maybe it's not Ford's narrative. Yeah. You know, it, it also speaks to some of the, like the conversations that Ford and Bernard have had recently, where he talks about how special the hosts are, how special, especially people like Bernard are. And I yeah. think that Akechta and Maeve and Dolores would all fit in that category as well. Like there's something about these hosts that is meaningful and different and beautiful. Yes. And, and he sees that in them. And at first you're like, Oh, well you're just saying that because you made them this way. But now it's like, well, maybe not. Like maybe they just are. Yeah. Like they, they're. It turns out they're more alive and more human than even you know the person who helped create them realized. Yeah, which is crazy. <laughs> it's so. crazy. The, you know, this show obviously is set in the future, but it's not that far away in the future, and it does bring into some question like what is real, right? Like what yeah. is reality for us? How do we experience that? If a if a simulation or a program or a you know bionic person were to experience these sort of memories and, and you know, these things like, is that real for them? You know, like on one hand that seems crazy, but on the other hand, like these are questions that like our, like our generation and definitely people younger than us. And like my kids are going to have to like answer for, which is crazy. (laughs) It's a, it's a very, it's very, uh, it's a very blade runner situation. Um, it's kind of that question of, you know, when does a like when does some something that has like thought and feeling when is it more than just a machine? When is it you know a consciousness that yeah is is alive and human? Yeah. So it, it I mean it, it this episode more than any uh, except for maybe the James Dellis episode Riddle Riddle the sure, Snakes. Sure. You know, ask that on on the opposite end which is how much of a human is needed to require to become a human that lives forever. Yeah. <laughs> how right. much of your consciousness needs to be ported into a robot for you to still be a human and not just a robot that malfunctions. And so this is asking the opposite question which is how much of humanity is needed in the robot to be a 
to be real, you know? Yeah, and, be alive and oh, own living just, being. This episode was beautiful. It was beautifully shot. Very much like, you know, Terrence Malick, Tree of Life kind of stuff. Yeah, the uh, narration was, was, but you know, I thought it was really beautiful as well. The way he told it, some of the language that he used in terms of how he said things, I thought was beautiful as well. It was cool to see someone speaking a Native American language on a major television show, you know, in this, this incredibly honest and real depiction. It was awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. And so there's a moment with him and Ford where Ford says, hey, you know, because because he's he's telling Ford that he knows there's a door. He knows there's a way out into the other world because this is not the real world. And Ford says, all right, well, when the death bringer comes for me, then you'll know it's time to go. Yeah. And so he finds Ford's dead body after Dolores shoots him. And now... He's going out and finding what he called his tribe, and those are the people he's delivered that message about the maze to. Yeah. And he's trying to get them gathered and get to the door, which I assume is the val- valley beyond. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what they um, want us to think, at least. Yeah, at least that's what they want us to think. So he's trying to get his tribe, his people that he's he's imparted with the maze, and get to the door and get out before Dolores kills them all, apparently, is the... yeah. This, if if we want, if you had any question about whether Dolores is a good person or a bad person in this story, she's uh, the villain. She bad. She bad. <laughs> she's, she's not just hurting people that hurt her. Yeah. She's also killing everyone because she is the death bringer. Yeah. And so this was interesting because, like, this is all that this is all that Akichita knows of of Dolores is the Wyatt character. Yeah. Like the 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 farm girl. Um, milk dropping sweet person he has no idea about the only times he's seen her is literally uh kill when she after she killed Arnold and then killed herself you know and started the first massacre and then um, when she killed Ford and so yeah. uh man it, it, you know other people may have a struggle with Dolores like oh are you really bad but like he and his his sort of faction um she she's only evil to him you know yeah so, it's interesting. Because, just, yeah. Well, when she kills, like, the humans, you don't really f- feel bad for the humans because right. you've seen the way she's been abused and raped and tortured and murdered over and over and over again. Sure. But she's also killing hosts that she just thinks aren't good enough or are weak or aren't strong enough to ride with her. And that's yeah. where she crosses the line of being, you know, this is more than just you getting revenge for the awful things that were done for you, you're now becoming almost more human in the sense that you're treating the other hosts the way the humans did now. You're you're almost act she's almost acting like the man in black version of William. Yeah. Wow, that's true. You know, and, and she she sa- she says things about humans, how they're so selfish and, you know, all this stuff and they deserve to be punished. And then she's literally doing the most human of things, right? Which is enacting revenge on everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, what are you? Are you, you know, you're hating on humans for, for their bad behavior. Granted, it's due to them for what they've done. But at the of same course. time, like, you're you're now them, you know? You've become the thing that you hate. And, yeah. um, uh, Whereas and, Ghost Nation, yeah. who are supposed to be the savages, quote, savages... Yeah 
they're the ones that are, you know, being gentle and trying to be better than the humans that they've known. And that's the the sweet, innocent farm girl has become as bad as any of the worst humans she ever met. Yeah. And then the quote savages who everyone talked about were like evil murderers and would scout people are are trying to be better than the humans yeah. they've encountered. And they actually save all the humans that they encounter, right? Yeah. That's the only reason that Stubbs and Emily and all these people are even alive is because Ghost Nation saved them. So the exception um, is that <laughs> they had no intention of saving William. Yeah. They got beef with the man in black like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah. So they find him in his almost dead body next to the river. Yeah. They heal him up. And then his daughter rides in. Yeah, and they're they're like kind of leery of even letting her go with him, which shows how much they hate him, right? It's yeah. not even like, oh, cool, you're here, you can take care of him. And they're like, no, he doesn't need to spread his disease on anyone else. And yeah, she's that's like, what, oh, that don't. was a cool <laughs> moment. Yeah. Also, don't worry, um, I've got some very terrible stuff planned for him. <laughs> yeah, he's like. <laughs> He said, "If like you know, he's your father. You know the disease it is inside him, yeah. and that he can't be allowed to spread it." And she was like, "Well, then why are you healing him?" And he's like, "Because I want to hurt him." And so his daughter says, "Yeah, me too. Yeah, but what I'm gonna do is way <laughs> worse than what you're gonna do." And then they're like, "Sounds good. Here's another horse. Yep, See ya. <laughs> here you go. Take him. So, he's yours. man, will you know William in in the arc of this show has gone from." Um, you know, timid, scared William to, you know, finding his voice to abusing robots to buying the company, basically blackmailing Logan, uh, you know, getting getting control from from Jim Delos, the most maybe powerful man in the world. Yeah. Um, you know, decommissioning him as a, as a human somehow, basically, uh, and, and, and being oh, just a horrible dude. And. Now he is like on the downward tick, having yeah. to atone for these things. Yeah. And so, what do cool. you think his daughter has planned for him? <sighs> well, okay. So all of this hinges on okay, tenfold hat time. All this hinges on whether William is still a human or not. <laughs> right. Because there because is because he survived some, some crazy nonsense. Yeah. This last shootout with Maeve. If you know, we we've wondered for a while: is the man in black a host? You know, this game's not for him, but maybe there's another game for him. And is he a host? Is he not a host? And after this last shootout, it's like, how is he alive? Right. <laughs> if right. he's not some, if he's not partially a host. Now, maybe he doesn't know that. And that's what I wonder if uh, what his daughter knows that he I, I think in the next episode, we're going to understand uh, the rest of his story. So what if like his interviews with James Delos were never about James Delos, but were about getting, um, yeah, fidelity, fidelity for him. For him. Yeah, so that's an interesting theory. Also, that his daughter shows up. Maybe she's shown up before in the park. Like, yeah, maybe she's a fidelity test for him, and uh, he fails sometimes because like there's that weird conversation where he doesn't remember about the elephants, you know? And it's like, oh, you hated riding the elephants. And it's like, 
no, that was mom. I love the elephants, you know. And either he's just a bad dad who can't remember things, or which is very possible. <laughs> so that's true. You know, he he on, on one level, William is very deep. His sure. his evil runs deep, right? He he is a deep character. We're just not sure where he's always coming from. So. Right. And I kind of go back and forth whether they would let him be a host after, like, the big Bernard reveal and some of the stuff with Ghost Nation. It's like, oh, William's a host now. But at the same time, Emily knows something about him, right? There's right. there's something wrong with him. There's a sickness inside of him, um, whether that's a, a human sickness or a robot's, I don't know. But she knows something, right? She's no dummy. Sure. Uh, she also always knows how to find him. Yeah, that was interesting too. Why would why would she know to find him there? There yeah. doesn't seem to be any reason she should have known that he would be there. Like I understand her finding him in Westworld, riding on the horse. Like, eh, he likes Westworld, you know. That, that made sense. But like, he leaves her in the middle of the night. You know, runs away basically, gets shot by Maeve. How does she know where to find him? And how does she find him in time before Ghost? Like, ah. Uh, See, like these are those things that it's like this seems like a really big plot hole, and sure. they don't do they don't leave huge plot holes in Westworld, mostly. Yeah. So They're, what's the what's everything's the pretty that? tied up, you know? What's so, the story behind it? I don't know. I want to know though. I need I need a Man in Black backstory. <laughs> wow, we got uh, two more episodes this season, so who knows what we'll find out? I don't out. know. So let's okay. Let, let's let's pull this episode in kind of and put a bow on it. Um, the, the end of this episode was was awesome awesome when you realized that he was not just talking to the girl, to Maeve's daughter the whole time. No. He was talking to Maeve. The whole time he was telling the story, he was talking to both Maeve's daughter and Maeve. And it was like, you get that moment and then like they realized, so... Simon, or not Simon, I keep calling him by the actual actor's name, Lee Sizemore. Yeah. Lee Sizemore uh, apologizes to Maeve and is trying to save her, and they're like, oh, but, you know, we do have this crazy code you told us about that lets her control people. Yeah. What should we do with her? Oh, she's she's talking to someone now. And it was, you know, the leader of Ghost Nation, and he says, you know, we'll protect your daughter like she's our own. And if you survive, find us. And if not, have a you know have a good death. And and she ends it by saying like, what he always would say to his or his wife would always say to him when he would leave, which was, um, take my heart with you. Yeah. And it was awesome. Man, it was so good. The way that they shot this episode and that you didn't need to know he was talking to Maeve. But once you found that out, it blew your mind and just made you want to just like cry and and take a lap at the same time. I mean, yes. kudos to them for great writing because that little that little nugget was so unnecessary for this episode to be great, but it like blew my mind when I realized that. Ah, oh, so good. <laughs> so good. So, Maeve is definitely getting out of there. Yeah, she's the boss. Also, we learned that Maeve is the only one who's overridden the admin access. The only the one only is one. Maeve. No yeah. one else can do it. She's the only one that can override admin access in the whole park. Yeah, no one else she has been able to get in. Bad ass. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, it's amazing. She's she's amazing. Now she's kind of in trouble though because Charlotte Hale is there is there with her, yeah. and she's realizing this right now, right? Like she's using the mesh network and she's doing stuff even while she's like hooked up to an IV and has her throat slit open. So, yeah, but Charlotte Hale's also the kind of person that goes, "All right, I need this woman to help me find Peter Abernathy." So I assume. She's going to try to use Maeve uh, to do that. You know, she tried She tried to get Dolores on her side, and that was a failure. <laughs> that, did not, that did not work well. So, she, sure. you're right. She needs help. Um, Hale's not in a good place right now. No, she's not. So, you're right. She, as much as it's like, as much as it's like, oh, Maeve, you know, you're doing this and we don't like you. She does need her. Actually, she's the only one who has admin access. So Yes, so like, no one else can find Peter like, Abernathy, only Maeve. And everything else that she might need, you know? And so, um, man, what a cool episode. Here's what was great to me about this episode was it was sort of a sort of a bottle episode, you know, it sort of sure. lives in its own. It's about Ghost Nation. It can live on its own. But it answered so many actual questions about season two. Yes, right? it did. It it, oh. it provided so much backstory, and it provided so much information while also telling a story that we didn't know anything about before, and giving us like this whole other story yeah. while also answering some of the questions we had from the previous seven episodes. It was it was the coolest way to tell a singular story. Um, Westworld did a thing in this in this episode where they sort of pulled back the trickery a little bit, pulled back the smoke and mirrors and just like told this beautiful, straightforward story, but then still snuck in some little Easter eggs, you know? I mean, it it did, it it only added to the story. It didn't take away from it. It was amazing. It gave us so much information that we wanted to know because every week someone is asking like, who is ghost nation? Why are they doing this? What's, what's, what's going on here? And they gave us all of it in a beautiful beautiful thing we got to see and we got to see the building of the valley beyond right yes so yes, akishta like well, sees that or something probably yeah the valley beyond, allegedly unless that's a curveball that's supposed to throw us off yeah i st- um, and I, I wonder that too is all this talk about the door the valley beyond glory are they all the same or are we in for a a, tr- a trick <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm very interested to see. Um, I will say another thing I loved. I, I love the music in Westworld all the time. Yeah, when he is searching for his wife, um, who's in cold storage, and he's walking around. Yeah, and they use this awesome piano version of Heart Shaped Box. Yeah, and it was so good. It was such a good like awesome version of that song and the fact that you know if you recognize the tune you're like oh that's heart-shaped box oh like it just added so much to that scene yeah the um ruman juati the guy that does all the music is just he's amazing incredible absolutely incredible. the composition's amazing the songs are amazing the fact that he can take like popular songs from the 80s 90s 2000s um you know they've used you know obviously heart-shaped box. They use that also in the, in some of the trailers for this season. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they've also used like Seven Nation Army and Painted yeah. Black and Black uh, Hole Sun. Black Hole Sun was a lot. Uh, there's a Kanye West song that they used a lot recently. Right. It's just like it's so it's so creative. Um, and what's beautiful is if you know the songs, it's mind blowing. But even if you didn't know any of those songs, you'd be like, "Man, this score is sick!" Right? Like yeah. it's still good. Either it's uh, the show is enjoyable on so many levels. And that's, that's to me is such a win and a testament to how much work they put in because like we're, we're recording like 40 minute hour long podcasts about each episode (laughs) and not even getting close to the depth of it. Um, or you could just watch the show and be like, Oh, that's pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah. You don't have to dive into it as much as we are Yeah, and you can still enjoy it. And I mean, it's just, it's a cool, there's so many layers. Um, you know, the acting's good, the story's good, the music is phenomenal. I think all those layers work together and just every week to me have delivered. And my expectations were so high coming into season two. Yeah. You know, a couple episodes in I'm thinking, you know, this is pretty good, but you know, we'll we'll see. Yeah. But by this point I'm just it's so good. It's by, just such a good season. By episode four, Riddle of the Sphinx, or the James Delos episode. Yeah. That Lisa Joy directed. From that moment till now, every episode has been wild. I agree. Every episode <laughs> has been phenomenal it, since that episode. It just they just keep being awesome, right? And it's like yeah. um something shifted by that like the first few were they were really interesting still. Every episode in this season I think has been great. And there yeah. were a few in the first season that I don't even remember what happened, you know, like nothing (laughs) that important. It just kind of, kind of drug along occasionally, but man, these last like four episodes have all been perfect and uh, they've, they've gone farther than I thought they would in this season. And so that makes me excited for the last two episodes because everything I learned now is just exciting. Yeah. There's still like some huge questions we have on how we got from, um, Bernard Ford leaving the facility yeah. to waking up on the beach that we still have no clue what's going on. Yeah. So that's confusing. Another thing that's confusing is that like a third of the people that they find in, that have been drowned in the lake have like, they call them like virgin brains, which yeah. means like they've never been used before. Not just that they've been erased, but they, that they're, they're new. brand new and they're never so, been used. Where did the people? Where did the other robot brains go? Yeah, <laughs> like sure. and and where are they? And who are they? <laughs> there are questions. Yes, there, there are, are a big lot. questions. There are a lot of questions. So still, I loved how detailed this episode was. I love how much care went into it. But at the same time, I'm also ready for some 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 wild and crazy action and reveals and movement. It's time. Yeah, this was this was such a nice change of pace, like different episode, um, to kind of slow things down and get you ready for what I'm guessing are going to be two crazy episodes to finish this season. Because like um, the last two episodes have been crazy, like they've been wild with with Ford, with Bernard, with just uh, the development of all this with Maeve and her daughter, and like oh, there's just been so much happening. It was cool to to breathe for a minute. And get some answers and get some like some some historical answers about the history of the park. Yeah. Um, and again, just like how much influence that Arnold had 
over this. Um, you know, we think this is Ford's world that he's created, and it is. But I think that he, and in some point during the life of, of the park, has given in to this idea that Arnold has done something that couldn't be undone. Yeah. And the the massacre thing, you know, that he got Dolores to be Wyatt, to kill him, to do this thing. Like, on one hand, you're almost like, all that's gone, you know? But it's still, it's still going on. Because Ghost Nation exists is literally proof that Arnold's game is still being played. Yeah, it's really cool. And the fact, you know, whatever, like, it'd be... It'd be really interesting. So we found out a little bit more about Arnold this season, but we st- there's still so much about Arnold that we have yeah. no clue. And I don't think that we'll ever know. I think Arnold's always going to be sort of a mystery to us. Yeah. Um, but clearly he knew a lot more about what, what the host could be than Ford did. Yeah. It's just, it's crazy when you think about it for such a character that we've literally like never seen or just seen in like very tiny flashbacks. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and really just the only thing that we really feel like we know about Arnold is what Bernard has shown us. But in this, in these episodes, we learned that Bernard is not Arnold. Yep. He is, he is his own. He is a, uh, you know, he's inspired by, right. Yeah. He's, he's the, the, the predecessor or the, 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 the next version in some ways of Arnold, but he's not, you know, he's not Bernard, two, he's not Arnold 2.0, he's Bernarnold, you know, he's a, a a grouping, but it's not, he's still not Arnold. We still don't know that much about Arnold. Yeah, this this host is based on a true person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> some uh, some things have been changed for, have been modified for your viewing pleasure, you know, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. I want to know, I want to know more about Arnold. I would watch a whole show about Westworld just about just about young Ford and young Arnold creating Westworld. Right. Well, like, where's the prequel to the show? <laughs> I want that. That's season six. Let's let's see if let's let's write Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan and see if they'll do a, a prequel to Westworld. They're not busy. <laughs> no, no, they have nothing else going on. This is their whole life. Yeah. So okay, so what what are you excited about? We've got a, two more episodes left. I want to I want to see kind of where the Ford Ford Bernard yeah hybrid situation yeah. goes. Ford um, Arnold. <laughs> Ford Arnold. <laughs> um, to me, at this point, that's um that's the most interesting um, thing going on. Um, it's trying to figure out. What's Ford's plan? Why did he hijack Bernard? Clearly, he planned on bringing Bernard there the whole time. Um, and what's his plan? That's to me the most fascinating thing left to find out. Yeah, I agree. I want to know what happens to them. Uh, I also want to know. I, I will be so happy if they tell us if they make sense of the first few scenes of season one, season two, episode one of Bernard on the Beach. Yes. If they come full circle and bring us like up to that place, like if they just walk and really like finish the circle, uh, I'll be happy. <laughs> It'd be really cool if the last scene of season two is the first is what yeah. happens when he gets to the beach and him waking up. Like that would be totally fine with me. I agree. I if, agree. If they don't tell me, if they don't bring me full circle to that, uh, I will be a little frustrated. <laughs> You'll spend Honestly. the next year and a half like 
going insane waiting for season three. Because because I want, you know, okay, so they ended season one with just an incredible thrust into season two. But they answered all the questions that they needed to. Yeah. Now, it got crazy, right? (laughs) Dolores kills Ford. Everybody's, you know, they're like slaughtering humans. It's like, what is going on? But they didn't leave it hanging as far as like, as what they had shown you. And so I'm hoping for the same thing of uh, closure of tying up this piece of the story. And then let's just zoom out and show how much bigger this is. That's cool. Right. Bring it. Yeah. I just, I'm just going to be sad if they leave me hanging on exactly what happened because, because I need to know (laughs) because I need to. Uh, I'm with you. I'm a hundred percent right there. So, yeah. So this was uh this was episode 7. Um all about all about our favorite Ghost Nation friends. Episode 8, actually. Oh yeah, episode 8. Man. <laughs> Seven flying eight. by. Oh, so sad. I'm so sad there's only two episodes left. Oh man. What are we going to do? I don't know. We're going to have to watch more shows. <laughs> but don't worry, we have plans, people. We got yes, plans. We do. More shows are on their way. Don't worry. So, there you For- go. All of, all of you listening out there, all the all the thousands and thousands of fans, <laughs> millions, the the droves who, who knows? listening right you know. now. Now, if John, if somebody wanted to talk to us about Westworld, what are some good ways that they could connect with us, though? Oh, that's a good question, James. They can find us on Twitter or on Instagram at Watch This underscore Pod. That's Watch This underscore P O D, like you know the band, but that's right. the our favorite nineties and two thousands band. That's right. Um, or you can email us at podcastwatchthis at gmail.com. Yeah. So we wanna we wanna talk to you about it. Also, there's plenty of really great gifts on Twitter about Westworld. So yes. you should you should tweet us all your favorites because um I I like using them too. So Westworld we we welcome all Westworld memes. Yeah. Send um, us your memes. We're, we're fans. We'll laugh at them. Um, so yeah, thanks for what for, for you're not watching, you're listening. We're glad you're watching Westworld and listening to this podcast. Um, if you go back several episodes, we watched a show called The Wire, which was really great, and uh, we're gonna watch some other cool shows too. So we'll tell you about that later. Yes, as always, cliffhanger thanks, uh, for listening. Uh, if you are listening, please subscribe. Um, yeah. Leave us a comment or review. Um, tell us what we can do better, what you like. Uh, we're all ears. Yeah, we'll may, we may or may not do that. Or we yeah, may we, just keep doing we, what we, we want to. <laughs> we probably won't. We'll just do what we want to do, but, but we appreciate, but we we're appreciate the feedback. We're glad you're along for the ride. We hear you. Yes. We acknowledge you, and we choose to ignore you. That's right. But we care about you. We're just we, we love you. We do. We love you so much. Thanks we for just, listening. Man. <laughs> Adios, people. We'll see you next week. Two more episodes. Bye, everyone. Goodbye.